Hi, I'm Shelley Cameron, CEO of the City of Philadelphia's Division of Aviation, and this is our series, Runway to Recovery. In this series, we focus on what is happening behind the scenes at the airport as we prepare for the increase in passenger travel. And we're introducing you to all of the amazing people working so hard to make this happen. The airport experience has changed significantly in the wake of the COVID-19 crisis. Travelers will encounter a new airport experience from the moment they enter the building until the time they arrive at their next destination. Understanding the rapidly changing passenger behavior and more importantly, expectations has been critical as we develop policies to make guests feel safe and secure in our airport facility. Joining me now to talk about all that's been happening in this area and what has changed and how we came to these decisions is PHL's Director for Marketing and Branding, Kate Sullivan. Kate, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, Shelley, thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. So Kate, what are our guests feeling and doing and what do they expect right now? Yeah, I, I, gosh, I mean, it's evolving so quickly. You know, what our passengers are thinking about what their primary concerns are and really what they're expecting from us, it's almost changing on a day-to-day -day basis. So back in March, when the pandemic started, everyone was really worried about their personal health and their personal safety. Traveling was the last thing on their mind. They were just thinking, how do I keep myself and my family safe through this? And it's crazy to think it's only been two months since then, but the way that our guests uh, are thinking about travel has already changed. So people have shifted from being worried about their personal safety to sort of broader societal concerns. They maybe are a little bit less concerned that they're going to get sick, but they are worried about you know family members, other people they know, uh, the impact that the pandemic is going to have on society. But at the same time, they're actually also really worried about the economic situation that we're in. And so a lot of you know, whether they're travelers or not, a lot of people are trying to balance those two concerns and trying to figure out, you know, am I staying at home and, and distancing from everyone for safety? Or do I need to get back out there and start spending money to spur the economy? So I think, you know, we're, we're starting to see willingness in theory, but also actually in the terminals of people being willing to travel, people being willing to get on a plane. And an increasing number of people are willing to do that. But they're also balancing whether the decisions that they're making are, are again, safe for broader society and what's going to happen to them at the destination that they're going to. So that's really hard, Kate. I mean, you and I are travelers, and I know I'm having some of the same internal conversations. Am I ready? Is it is it safe? I know I'm safe here in Philadelphia because I know what's happening, but right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think what we're starting to see is a willingness for people to travel domestically. And, you know, when this started, our assumption was, you know, people are going to want to take like a two hour flight, like maybe they'll go to Florida, but they're not going to want to get on a plane and go out to from Philadelphia, you know, Los Angeles or Las Vegas. And what we're actually seeing happen is that people are less concerned about how long they're on the plane and more concerned about what they can expect in the destination they're going to. And that is both about, you know, how safe, what has been the rate of infection in the city that I'm going to, what are, you know, what, what's open in the city I'm going to, 
And really, what are the regulations and policies going to be? And am I going to get stuck there? And, you know, people are confident they go to L.A., they're not going to get stuck in L.A., whereas maybe if they you know, fly across the ocean, even if it's technically a shorter flight, you know, they're, they're running the risk that there might be a new policy put in place that, that stops them from flying. Yeah, those are really important considerations for folks to have. I And again, you and I are travelers. I, I know that we're thinking about those things as well. So bring it home for, for me, meaning bring it back to our airport. What can passengers expect when they walk through the doors of Philadelphia International Airport? And what do they need to know? Yeah, we've been thinking a lot about what passengers need to see from us and really listening to our passengers to understand you know, what their concerns and priorities are. And there are really three areas that, that we've been thinking about for making our passengers feel safe and comfortable. The first of those areas are kind of signals or proof that we're prioritizing their safety. So what you'll see is we do have a you know, face covering policy. We do have signage around the airport that encourages passengers to social distance so that not only you know how far you need to stand to be six feet away from somebody else, but you feel confident that other people are kind of getting those same nudges to distance from others. The second thing that we're doing is really setting clear expectations for passengers. This is actually something that was true for airports even before the situation that we're in now that we just didn't talk about that much. You know, there are a lot of people who just don't travel that often and airports are strange places with a lot of rules and passengers are often looking for permission or guidance on how they should behave and how they need to act. And so we put a lot of signage around the facility. We put a lot of decals. We're even putting some tape on top of seats to let passengers know where they can be sitting so that they're safely far away from other passengers. So as we emerge from the crisis, we're actually emerging in the season where we have the most inexperienced number of travelers coming through. It's it's those folks that travel once or less a year. And, and so I think that that's a really important piece of your work. Yeah, it is. and and. One of the things that, you know, I think we'll talk a little bit more about is that our communications team does an amazing job of creating a lot of content and putting it on the website, pushing it out through social media that helps passengers educate themselves before they come to the facility so that they know what to expect and they know what's expected of them, right? So they can come prepared with their face mask. They can come prepared knowing that there's going to be you know, stickers that tell them where to stand. They can come prepared knowing that we've got an app that helps them order food in advance so they don't have to wait in a line so that they can feel confident coming to the facility that they can keep themselves safe and know what's expected of them. So Kate, from your perspective, how are our guests adjusting to the new normal? How do you, what are, what do you think they're feeling and, and what are you hearing on the ground, if you will? I think passengers are resilient, right? People really adjust. So Kate, what are some of the new trends in air travel and how are we in Philadelphia adopting to meet those those trends? We're paying really close attention to what customers are expecting and really what our business partners are thinking about as well. So a lot of reading, a lot of, of following trends, but, but we're doing our own research and surveying as well. So we've done a few things. We've reached out to all of our local international chambers to talk to our international travelers, whether they travel for business or have a personal connection to like, whether it's Ireland or Japan or the UK. We've done surveying with the Chamber of Commerce to really understand what business travelers are thinking about. 
And obviously, we're working really closely with our, our airline partners and our concession partners to get you know their customer feedback and their perspective. Finally, one of the things we always do and our communications team is great at is we do a lot of social listening. So on social media, on Twitter, on Reddit, what are people talking about? What are their concerns? What are their experiences? And you know what we're seeing from all of this is, is a couple of things. I mean, one, customers still have a fair amount of fear, right? And, and I think it's maybe pivoted from fear to uncertainty. They want to fly, they want to get back out there, but they want somebody to, to reassure them that you know their safety is top of mind, that we're making decisions that, you know, whether it's about keeping the facility really clean or visibly showing that we're cleaning the facility, that, that, that we're there for them there. It's giving them, you know, control and options to like sanitize their hands, to keep distant from other passengers. And, you know, when people get stressed, I think right now traveling, it's because they find themselves in an unavoidable crowd or an inescapable crowd. So the negative things that we see are, are around, you know, when they're not able to keep distant from other people, when other people aren't necessarily following the same personal safety measures that they're adopting for themselves. But we're also seeing appreciation. You know, passengers know that, that for us at the airport, for our airline partners, for our concession partners, it's a whole new world. There's new standards we've had to adopt as well. And I think that that there's we've seen a lot of appreciation from travelers that that we we and our partners have been working so hard. So I actually have a quote from one of the surveys that we did, and I'm going to have to look down a little bit to read it. I apologize, but and somebody said, "Thank you for an outstanding job navigating this strenuous and uncertain time. All that you are doing to ensure that you are ready when we begin traveling again is greatly appreciated and not overlooked. We will get through this." So it's just a really thoughtful you know, take on, on knowing that there's a lot of work that goes into this. You were talking, Kate, about when people get stressed and sometimes it's because they encounter something that they're not expecting, like a line. I, it, it takes me back a couple weeks to when we were starting to see passengers come back and the TSA had manned only minimal numbers of, of lanes and the checkpoints because we had so few passengers for a while. And we had a day where we had all these passengers come back and they ultimately had to open up another checkpoint. And you could just see the, the, the tension, not because I think people were worried about travel, but it was because there were so many people that they weren't expecting all at once at the airport. So really, really interesting. So if you were to leave our viewers with one thought, what do you think that one most important thing is that, that they should know or that we're doing that you think would make them more comfortable? If I were to leave our viewers with one thing that they should be thinking about is, is that things might look a little different at the airport. I think, you know, to your point, Shelly, lines might be a little, might look a little longer. That doesn't mean they actually are. It just means that for people's safety, we're asking them to spread out. But the thing that they should come confident knowing is that We've really thought about their specific needs and the different places where they need to interact with us from the second they get out of their car, through ticketing, through security, into getting food and drink and onto their plane. And we've put a lot of measures and programs into place to give them control over how they want to engage with us at each step of the journey. 
So whether that means they, they're prioritized, you know, keeping a distance from other passengers or whether they want to not touch as many things in the airport, whether they want to order food from one of our concessionaires so that they have, you know, a cheesesteak with them on the plane. We have new programs in place to help them do that in a really safe way. And I'd encourage them to check out the website, check out the newsroom, check out social media, because we're constantly pushing the new things that we're putting into place out. Kate, I know that you and everyone at PHL are working so hard to ensure a safe recovery process and a secure airport experience for our guests. Thank you so much for your continued hard work and dedication. To learn more about our steps towards recovery at Philadelphia International Airport, please visit phl.org. I'm Shelley Cameron. Thank you for listening.